Hey all, a few quick updates. With Twitter, or X, increasingly on the fritz, I've created a substack at jaxyaks, that is J-A-X-Y-A-C-K-S dot substack dot com that I'll be using to send out updates about the podcast and my other projects rather than trying to hop on to every new social media that pops up. It and my current social media links will be in the show notes of every episode. Also now linked in the show notes, the interest form for Fanstuck and Problematic Faves episodes is back. If you have a Homestuck fan work or a wonderfully terrible character you want to come on and talk about, fill out the form and I'll see if we can set something up. That's all I have for now. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. and welcome back to Live Laugh Stuck. My name is Jackie, aka Jax. My pronouns are they, them. And I am here once again with Moosey. Yay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. My pronouns are also they, them. <laughs> yes. And I, I don't know why that was such an ecstatic yes. <laughs> yes. Your pronouns are also they, them. I guess it's also partially because the uh, the episode with your cousin just mm. recently came out. And that was also another they them. I don't know. It was just a they them podcast. Non non binary culture is reading Homestuck. I mean, yeah, it really is. Um, so much so that it turned it trans the creator. <laughs> but we are here for the very exciting to some people, Act Five, Act One, and I say to some people. Because uh, I'm gathering from your very subtle hints in the notes you sent me <laughs> that you weren't a huge fan. Yeah, every time, like, I would read through it while sitting in voice chat with friends, and then I just, it would be good. I would be so slow at reading the pastor logs and stuff, and they'll be like, how's it going? And you're like, yeah, I'm like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is my homework that I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. So so it was like the long pester logs you didn't like or the whole overall vibe or like what what did you not like about about this act? Honestly, it was just probably the pester logs and having to read all of the different loot speak that one really slowed me down and two was just like and mean to my brain like my brain did not want to take in the information or spend time decoding these texts yeah i um i did see in your notes you were wondering if there was a mod that got rid of it and i'm pretty sure there is okay that um, would help my old person brain or my adhd yeah. brain or something yeah it's either a mod or it's already a setting that's that's in there but yes so maybe with five two i'll turn that on like i I feel like you had mentioned before that you recognize trolls based on their typing quirks. But at this point, I'm just like, 
maybe I can learn that later and just focus on what's being said right now and not. Yeah, no, that's fair. It it can be hard to parse. There is a lot of reading. Usually people just get invested in one or more of the characters and, and that's what keeps them interested. But you not a not a fan of any of the characters. Nobody has really been appealing to me thus far. Like some people are just more annoying than others. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't really like feel any sort of feelings for anybody as I was reading. <laughs> that's in that's incredible. I mean, to be fair about the annoying thing, they are based off of like internet trolls, stereotype, terrible internet people. So so I mean, that is kind of the point. I'm sorry, this is so fun for me. I mean, like, <laughs> I I don't even know why I'm so ecstatic about your just complete dislike of this act, which is where usually people are like no, no, no. Skip acts one through four. Just go straight to to act five. I'd still probably like John Egbert the best. He's just so doofy. He is pretty doofy. As far as astrological signs go, I'm an Aries, so I guess I like the dead robot lady the most. <laughs> yeah, the dead frog robot lady now. I mean, Aradia is a pretty good, pretty good one to choose. So I'm I'm actually going to make you go through all of them and tell me your thoughts. And Aries is the first one anyway, um, if you go by astrological and bloodcast order. So oh, I have them in a different order. So you'll have to tell me which order to go in. Uh, what, what order do you have them in? Uh, I have like a summary printout that shows red team and then blue team. And mm. it also lists out like their name, their role their planet name their online name Handle, yeah. uh their lucis the way they troll the kids that's very good let's let's go with your your order then so i don't have to have it mentally in my head and <laughs> you have it listed out there's carcat which i guess i also like a bit more because he's angry but also seems very stupid yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> angry and very stupid um, yeah, that that tracks. Yeah, some of them I didn't really get a good feeling for. Like the blind girl kept licking stuff, and that was weird and gross. Like kind of uh, adverse to tongues. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be very hard with Terezi for sure. <laughs> I don't even remember very much about Gamzee except just that he's a juggalo or something. I'm a Capricorn, so imagine <laughs> imagine me seeing it. So like. I've said this before, like on Twitter and some other places, but like I got so excited when I saw the Capricorn uh, symbol pop up and it was purple because I love purple. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then imagine my disappointment. I'm sorry to <laughs> Gamzee stands out there. I, I I love you all. And I don't dislike Gamzee as much as I used to. I, in fact, love the characters more and more each time I read this. Mm. But the first time I read it, no, I did not want this <laughs> juggalo clown troll man is my troll yeah tavros seemed fine i don't i also didn't get a whole lot of a personality out of him um yeah it was funny when he got kissed i like the <laughs> animations yeah i like the animations in the uh in homestuck you know those are still pretty good yeah i feel like vriska definitely had a lot of stuff in this act and so now I know that the meme I had been hearing about her of Vriska did nothing wrong was incorrect. Yeah, that's why it's the meme. Yeah. <laughs> Vriska does everything wrong and nothing <laughs> wrong and everything right and nothing right. 
literally made to be a controversial character. So, I mean, yeah, she seems to just be made to be bad. And maybe there were some things that were trying to make her look a little bit more um, empathizable or something. But I, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot, I don't think. Also, I don't understand troll relationships, but we can get to that later. Okay. Kanaya, I guess that's how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get much of a personality from her either. I mean, I know she talked between some of them, but I just don't remember much about her. I know she's been trolling through the first part of the story. She, I mean, she had that uh, uh, unrequited crush on on Vriska because she got all sad when she realized she made the dress for Vriska and Vriska wanted to use it to seduce someone else. Okay, I remember that part. I didn't realize that Vriska had premeditated the wearing a dress to try to seduce somebody to Travers. Equius? I why does he perspire all of the time? He's just a sweaty man. <laughs> uh he seems pretty unlikable. Uh usually I like like the techie people or like people who can build robots or whatever, but he doesn't seem like a very friendly person. Yeah, he's uh, hard to like on a first read through. Aradia, I guess, also kind of stood out because she had a lot more story stuff, but I also don't know a whole lot about her or her personality besides just being dead. To be fair, that's kind of her personality in this act. Nepeta definitely reminds me of some people I've known on the internet. Yeah. She's okay, but kind of where in, in that place where she can get annoying if she's too being way too cutesy or whatever about it. Yeah. Aridin apparently likes genocide, so I don't like him. Fair enough. Feferi, I couldn't fucking tolerate reading her fucking pester logs. So yeah. I barely, I just skimmed through those between her and Aridin. That's fair. Because, yeah, I, was, I just can't stand reading those parentheses for H's. <laughs> Solix seemed okay, but also not a lot of personality. Mm hmm. And and then he died. I just noticed he kind has of. two different color shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I guess the people who stood out the most for me were, like, Parkat, Tavros, Vriska, Aradia, and, yeah, I guess, maybe Equius a little or something. And I know, like, Solix was in there a lot, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That's fair and just extremely. I feel like you would have <laughs> been. I feel like you have the soul of someone who started reading this right after Problem Sleuth and just like you were like you have the soul <laughs> of one of the old school fans who were like, wait, what's with all these trolls? What's this about shipping? I don't care about any of this. Let's yeah. go back to the coding puns. Yeah. <laughs> Why are these guys getting in the way of the nerdy shit? <laughs> extremely funny i love that for you i mean i hate that for you because <laughs> it does mean that i just don't know how you're gonna feel about the rest of it like this was a lot of like this was a big exposition act because you know it was explaining everything that happened to the trolls before they started talking to the humans yeah and they obviously between the 12 of them had a lot of uh a backstory to go through yeah and another thing with this whole sub act i guess was i thinking about it so far reading homestuck we've been 
waiting for the kids to get into the game. And then they're all kind of like in the game and getting ready. And then we start Act 5-1 and now we're still not in the game. Now we have to introduce 12 more people before we see anything. And I'm just sitting here like 2,000 pages in like, are we actually going to see anything in the game besides just little bits here and there? Are Is there going to be an adventure they go on? Or are we just going to be sitting around talking about shit for forever? Yep. <laughs> yeah, because Jade still isn't in the game. Ah, uh, damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see what you think about Act 5, Act 2. I think it's going to be more of what you want, but but yeah, I'm I'm not sure. So you said that you also didn't understand the uh, troll relationship stuff? Yeah, and there were like two different parts of the story that had really long explanations for them. And I did print out the quadrant and I tried to write stuff down, but then I I just didn't read the hussy explanation of it. I just couldn't. To be fair, the second explanation is just a copy and paste of the first one, just all in one page instead of on like four or five different pages. Okay, yeah, I'm just like which then in the author notes he copies and pastes that again so okay yes is hating hussy part of the experience oh absolutely yes <laughs> for different reasons people will hate hussy for conflicting reasons yes hating hussy is an essential part of homestuck okay i feel <laughs> which like he kind of does on purpose to a point because like he does actively make fun of the fans in the comic in various ways yeah and he makes one of the fans in the author commentary. So it just keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really sad, actually. I, I keep talking about author commentary. Uh, the the last book that's out deals with Act 5, Act 2. Mm-hmm. And nothing since, no word. Uh, there's been no official cancel uh, cancellation. But also, like, we're just kind of like, okay, well, that's it. We're not getting anything from Act 6. Hmm. So, Yeah. When was the last book published? Like, how long ago? It was. Was it? Uh yeah, March tenth, twenty twenty. So like almost exactly three years. And it's been three years since twenty twenty. Yeah, right. Jeez. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could blame it on COVID. Mm, can you though? I think there's plenty more that was going on in 2019, 2020 to blame it on. Because that's also around the time that that it was announced that Hussey left What Pumpkin. Uh, so like that was another thing is like oh so are we not getting anything more but i mean also that's when i mean like it's been a whole lot other people have probably recorded the whole descent of viz doing bullshit and just like because like viz used to like really promote homestuck stuff because i was I, i i looked it up a bit um today and whenever they first announced that they um acquired homestuck in whatever rights it's all weird geo has a post that explains it more uh-huh. they had like like viz had like a like on their booth they had like homestuck banners at like conventions and stuff um like they really promoted it as a thing mm. and uh now it's just just nothing just nothing yeah so i don't know we're kind of hopeful because uh this one um this one cafe in california requiem cafe i think it's called is hosting a homestuck event for 413 and has like new official merch so people are excited about that and hope that means something's happening. But I don't think it does. So that's where I'm at. So speaking of 413, so John and them start playing the game on his birthday. And then the trolls start playing on Carcat's wriggling day. Is that relevant? 
or is that a coincidence? <laughs> so it's kind of in the way that like numbers are relevant. Uh, six twelve is car cat day. So, so June 12th. So 612 will pop up over and over in uh, reference to the trolls. Okay. I think it's said at this point uh, somewhere that their session lasts for 612 hours. It's just one of those 413 pops up everywhere. 612 pops up a bit less. Okay. I was wondering if it was related to like, I don't know, the game triggers on a birthday or blah, 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 something. (laughs) It's it's more like solidifying Carcat as the John parallel for the trolls. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there might be more meta about it, or I, I could be missing something, but it's more just putting the parallels there. Uh-huh. Homestuck is nothing, if not repeating the same thing, but a little bit different. All about patterns. Yeah. Patterns and references and in-jokes. Mm-hmm. So my question for you is, when did you start enjoying Homestuck? I think it was Act 5. Well, you know, probably like the ending animation for Act 4 was was really big. And I think that just tugged on a big emotional thing more than like anything else had at that point. Mm-hmm. And that got me hooked. And then I I loved all the stuff. Well, I'm trying to remember. I, I think at, at some point I was frustrated at wanting to go back to the humans and figuring out what's going on with them. And especially towards the beginning of Act 5, Act 1, I had a hard time getting into it because I'm like, okay, well, I have to start over with all these people. But as we got in deeper and again, you know, uh, make her pay another like basically end of act animation. End of act animations really get me, (laughs) I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, all the the learning the trolls and the discourse between the trolls um, got me. But, you know, again, it's hard whenever you do focus on trolls that I cared less about than others i don't know like at this point where we're about halfway through i think act five act two i can't remember if act six is the like the entire second act half of homestuck like lengthwise or maybe about now is about half of homestuck lengthwise Uh, uh, but um yeah because the last page it says is eight thousand what was this the rapture in credits that's act seven or something yeah 8,130 and we just got to 2,625. God, there are so many pages in this thing. It also would have helped if I had if I had a map in a way of like how many how much words are on each page. It would have helped yeah. me to realize that the last handful of pages in Act 5-1 are just like mostly pictures and not having to like Yeah. Yeah, being like, okay, I, it's not going to be another 100 pages of pester logs to read. Yeah, that uh, that is hard. Because, yeah, sometimes the pester logs are just you have to keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling it so long. And sometimes, yeah, it's it's 20 pages of this hasn't happened yet, but there's a point later on where it's just like two characters looking at each other. And then they just like one panel is one the other and then the next page is the panel of the other uh-huh. and then it's back to the first and just back and forth like zooming in for like several in a row yeah it, that's why page numbers are just so hard to like go by especially and then if you include that there's more mini games coming up right oh uh, okay yeah so and some of them are kind of lengthy mm-hmm. let's see i'm gonna make a note to see if anyone has logged out how how many how much text is on each page i mean because that can be done by a computer as well. 
for the most part. Yeah. To count that. I feel like I remember Act 5, Act 2 being a lot more action, but I could be forgetting more of those memos. Yeah. Ugh, the memos. I mean, there's the definitely memos. more of the memos. Those were also there's hard to follow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you're, I think really getting that, that mod that gets rid of uh, troll quirks, the typing quirks is going to help. Yeah. Because, like, I can read books. <laughs> I've I've read books. I've read lots of pages of text. <laughs> it's just that when it's lots of pages of text and then everyone has different lead speak and then your brain has to do that a bunch of extra work of decoding everything. Yeah. Which, you know, yep. if, if you're reading it fresh and you only got a few pages at a time or whatever, then that would have been more doable, I think, than just being like, okay, I have 600 pages to read. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't help that you were were sick off and on in parts of it, so it's not like yes. Also, the brain fog. The brain fog. Brain fog is real. I I was I was just telling you that I uh what I recorded a a TTRPG episode uh last night. I have no idea if it's going to be out by the time this episode is out. I no idea. Anyway, I created that character when I was in a sick brain fog. <laughs> so I started uh the the game up yesterday being like okay what's my character <laughs> what? yeah who is this <laughs> i guess my last note about this like the story from a meta perspective versus you know i have notes asking for clarification on stuff that actually happened but like something I've been asking myself with this and with Final Fantasy 14, because I just finished Endwalker, which is the last expansion for now, was like, can a story really be as good as people say that it is if it's not paced well? <laughs> like if the execution is bad, can the story still be considered good? Yeah, even even Hussey mentioned in the commentary that people had problems with the pacing of of this act yeah with final fantasy 14 like everyone's like this is the best final fantasy story ever and i'm just like the first three fourths of each expansion suck and then the last part is good yeah i know part of the constraints here are like with final fantasy it's an mmo so you have to give content to play and with homestuck it was a web comic so it wasn't like you know a book where you write the whole book and then you send it to an editor to make it better. <laughs> God forbid anyone try to tell Hussey to, to... I can't imagine an editor trying to deal with Hussey, to be quite honest. Yeah. The guy just talks like that. Because <laughs> we have access to, like, some emails that they've sent between people of, like, very serious things. And they just... That's just how Hussey talks. Mm. I don't know if an editor would help <laughs> is, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it's like how like some books, like the book series get popular and like the first couple of books are like edited pretty well, but then the, they get too popular. And so the, the author gets to reject things more. And so the uh, editing gets a lot worse. Um, Hussey would be like that from the start. And like, I am keeping in mind that, the, yeah, this is a web comic and this, you know, you're kind of getting a different, experience reading it now versus when it was brand new like there's still things i appreciate about the webcomic but i'm also just like okay here's my homework i gotta read homestuck yeah uh i think it would be funny i i feel like i said this on the last episode too but i'm gonna say it again because i can't remember but i think it'd be funny to just like on 413 
like do that Dracula daily thing and just like release however many pages of Homestuck came out on 413 and then on every day like release those pages and just like you so you get the experience as Uh if you were first reading it and then there's a one point in act six that we went months and months without getting an update and so it's like you would just get months and months and just not have a Homestuck update and then you get it (laughs) so I, I have questions about the story just to like clarify stuff as well God, especially if you just skimmed through, like, what Fafari was saying. Like, yeah. I did read the, through the summary uh, from the Rafe dot name page. Probably 100 points, uh, not 100 points, 100 pages from the end, maybe-ish, is where I stopped and just read the summary, and then I continued reading. Okay, so there is a space demon, and the space demon has followers. Mm-hmm. The space demon gets summoned when the universe is destroyed because of a tilde-death program virus. The demon is called Lord English. And then are, is the demon that stops them from opening the door also the same demon? So that is supposed to be vague. And I also want to point out that there are unreliable narrators in Homestuck. Uh, people who think that they're saying true things, but also have their own limited knowledge. Okay. At this point, it's supposed to be a a theory crafting thing. Okay. So from what I gathered, something that the kids did, and I forgot what, if it was mentioned at all, something that the kids did caused the scratch? Question mark? Again, you're <laughs> not supposed to understand this at this point. Okay. But basically, that's why the trolls are trolling the kids is because they somehow got in the way of them being able to open that door by summoning the demon thingy. Yeah, this is going to be Act 5, Act 2 is where you're going to explain all this. Okay. What, am I supposed to know what a scratch is yet? Absolutely not. Okay. And I'll give you a hint. It's being used incorrectly. So you're not supposed to know what it is, and even if you did, it's wrong. (laughs) Yeah, they just have the gif of the flashing blob behind the timeline log and just like i I guess that's the scratch i don't (laughs) and then the scrub or s grub uh was found in the ruins Mm -hmm. and then adapted i think by solix or something i don't remember exactly where the game comes from for the kids themselves uh it was just a game that was released and was like talked about in a game magazine um so like you don't know any farther than that except that it was being i i don't think so i think it's just like it was just a normal game being released so i mean i clearly we don't know yet but i'm just wondering if like it was made by the demon or demon followers or something like that i'm just still very interested in like what the fuck is scrub and sperm and how did Mm -hmm. they come to be and how are they related to the real world in in the story um let's see i already asked why aqueous perspires so much like yeah aqueous is just a sweaty sweaty man um and then also like aradia has a bot jade has a bot is there a relationship between the bots or just does hussy only know how to draw robots in one way nah hussy just knows how to draw robots in one (laughs) way i think it's just like a lot of the author commentary talks about the parallels between various kids and mm-hmm. the trolls. 
And Jade just has a lot of parallels with Aradia and uh, Kanaya mm-hmm. and uh, Nepeta. I think were the, like the three main uh, characters that that had Jade parallels. Okay, so if we take twelve divided by four, each kid has three trolls that related to it. I I don't know if that's actually like an on purpose thing. I remember I only remember Dave being mentioned in relation to Aridin and Solux, mm-hmm. and then John with Carcat, of course. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know if it's as clear cut as that. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of, I'm just perhaps like, I'm less interested in the troll characters and I'm more interested in the world itself and okay. that whole, how that's put together. And then the till death programming language doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was more but, just a nice pun. Yes. I I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> it was more just a pun. Is that is that better? Take away the word nice. <laughs> sure. It was period. <laughs> yeah, um so act 5 act 2 does deal more with the world building. Mm-hmm. Uh for sure, but you know, every time that Homestuck answers one question, it asks five more. Uh-huh. So, um, I don't know how satisfying it's going to be for you necessarily. Oh my god. Uh looking at the Rafe dot name page, so Act Five One is six hundred and thirty-six pages with sixty-two thousand words and text. Five two is one thousand four hundred and eighty-one pages with 150,000 words in text. Jesus Christ. I'm really going to have to pace myself. <laughs> yeah, pace yourself and install that fucking uh, uh, mod or mm-hmm. feature, whichever it is. Yeah. And part of me is um, wondering if, if I should kind of like, because the synopsis seems to be on this page anyway, also in the same order as the comic. It doesn't seem to like jump ahead much. Like, maybe I should read part of the synopsis before reading the comic to be like, this is what I'm actually seeing, because I can't, I don't comprehend what I'm seeing when I'm reading the comic. I'm like, I don't, and I read the summary after, I'm like, oh, that's what's happened? That That's up to you. I don't know, you know, just on your basis on how much you, you want a pure experience or don't care about spoilers. I will say, I, I don't know how many of the the words might be technically optional, but there is a mini game where you run around and can talk to characters and mm-hmm. you don't have to talk to all of the characters. Yeah. Well, the so words and media for 5-1 is 1,000, but the words and media is 24,000. Oh, that's right. That would be media rather than text. I was hoping there'd be something there. And that also, I mean, not that it would necessarily account for that big of a gap, but the uh, recap is also, oh, okay. there, there are two recaps in in this. Okay. How lovely of Hussey for them to recap things for us periodically. Yeah, I think... This might be the last one. I don't remember that continuing in Act Six. Mm. And there, oh, it also lists end of Act Five, which is twenty nine text, twenty nine words, and a recap. Maybe it's a recap. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot. 
that is funny. It's just so many fewer pages, but like just so many words. It's almost like double the pages from five one, but like maybe three times the amount of text. It feels like well, not quite, but yeah, I'll have to just do some division and figure out like when we're gonna record next and just try to read every day. Yeah, um, I mean we can we can uh take it slower. Um, I've been uh splitting up the episodes to where it's like you know because we release an episode every two weeks, but I've had like a fan stuck episode. So it's been like one of our episodes really releases like once a month um, just to give us more space, especially with my move kind of messing stuff up for me. Yeah. I'm really just like sitting here trying to figure out if you're going to feel more satisfied <laughs> on explanations at the end of Act 5, Act 2, or if it's going to be. If I can install that mod and if I can pace myself and not try to read like 200 pages in one sitting at a yeah. time. It might go a lot better for me. I just tend to not read it more casually because I have to like get out my notebook and then get out my my stickers of all the troll heads so I can keep track of who is who when I'm writing my notes and then get out my troll reference sheet and all of that. So it's not like I just sit here and read it for funsies. It's like a it's homework, <laughs> like writing notes and stuff. But if I were reading it without taking notes, I feel like I'd just be completely lost. That's fair. There's there's a lot to keep track of. But at this, I just have the feeling like it's a more satisfying read the second time around. <laughs> yeah, especially since, like, you know, there's foreshadowing, both intentional and unintentional on Husky's part, that mm -hmm. you you start putting together. Or um, you just start, like, it just, just things click into place a lot easier. And, um, yeah, like, this time, uh, like I said, I didn't even read the entirety. Like, I started... When I started reading Act 5, Act 1 this time, I started reading literally every word. And then I'm just like, no, I'm just skimming and I'm going to read the author commentary. And then I've talked about it a lot on uh, on on Twitter. I've been posting on Dirkification my mm. thoughts, which is mostly there's just a bunch of Riska meta that doesn't even make sense that mm -hmm. that we just can't even get into yet. Because like there's so much for Riska's arc that, I mean, you just haven't seen. So it's hard to get into Riska yeah. meta. They're just characters that Hussey like likes and doesn't like. And he tries to play it off in the author commentary that no, they don't like hate characters and things aren't happening to this character because they hate this character. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, but you <laughs> you do you do express disdain for certain characters actively. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh author commentary is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Oh, there's so many doomsday devices in Act Five, Act One that I just forgot about. Like there's the code that Arcat runs that Solux gave gave him. Yeah, the virus that universe. There is the Doomsday device that Riska created, like started to create for Aridin, and then I don't know if it's said in text, but in author commentary, apparently Equius actually did most of the work on the Doomsday device, which led me to say, like, okay, so Riska wanted to take credit for Aradia Bot, despite having not actually worked on it, and. Yeah. Uh, is taking credit for making this doomsday device for Aridin that she actually didn't do most of the work on and just repeatedly likes to take credit for things that she didn't actually do. So is Friska the Thomas Edison slash Elon Musk of the troll world? <laughs> <laughs> Food for thought. Yeah. But uh, for doomsday devices, there's also whenever Terezi's Lessus egg hatches, that 
drops a big old skull on a doomsday device. Oh yeah. And uh then there's the um what is it called? The ultimate glove or whatever. Yeah, the the something glove. I should know it because it's a word that gets used. The vast glove. The vast glove. The vast glove that destroys all of troll kind. What why does the Lucis do that? I know it was dying, but so I forget if it's clear in the thing, because again, I read most of the author commentary, but that's actually a horror terror that got put on the planet. Was that related to that book that Rose had? A horror terror. Yeah. So the book was originally just supposed to be a jokesy joke. Like, haha, look, it's it's like HP Lovecraft, but it's not. And then they just ended up turning into a real thing. Mm. But yeah, just lots of doomsday devices. Mm-hmm. I I do like how there are tragic events in Homestuck that are just portrayed humorously. I don't know. It's it's very funny. Like Terezi's lust is like being born and immediately dying mm-hmm. is captioned with unsurprising development. And then Terezi reacting to it is with genuine distress to show like, yes, this is tragic. Terezi is upset about this, but it's also fucking funny. <laughs> and then like uh, Briska getting her eye and arm blown off is fucking funny because she's like how am i gonna die and the ball's like i'm gonna blow up in your face and then it blows up in her face and it's very Mm -hmm. funny (laughs) and i just like that but then she didn't die yeah she didn't die oh yeah one of the characters that hussy unapologetically loves and like roots for all the time is equius which is extremely funny to me Mm, the sweaty one the sweaty one also uh, this will become more apparent as we continue to read Homestuck. But uh, Hussey pointed out a line that that uh, they saw online. Someone else described these two characters. But Terezi is chaotic lawful and Friska is evil good. Huh. Like evil lawful or just chaotic good? No, like that's that's the thing is they just like don't subscribe to like the, the typical like thing. So it's so Terezi chaotic lawful, Friska evil good. Uh-huh. Okay, I see. Uh, I do, I do want Nepeta's shipping chart. I wish we had the whole thing. Yeah. Um, her whole shipping wall. I think that would be fun, especially because she has like little notes on it and stuff. Why does she have a shipping wall? She's just one of the uh, the people who 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 ships her friends. Uh, I read somewhere that you shouldn't be shipping real people. <laughs> I but I guess these aren't real people. <laughs> See, yeah. I also think that, like, I don't think you should make you shipping other people their problem. I think it's only natural that you secretly ship other people. Yeah. I think you see two people and just go. I definitely, I have two friends. I'm like, you guys, you guys have chemistry, but you're not admitting it. Yeah, I think that's fine as long as you don't make it their problem. Which, you know, Nepeta just has her wall in her own cave far away from everyone (laughs) else and just updates it. Mm Mm-hmm weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean she is supposed to be the weird furry shipper right mm-hmm. yeah i as far as like the troll romances how much is that going to come into play like the quadrants yeah or just the shipping in general oh i mean like the quadrant types and what each type means no i mean it's more there as a running gag that like you'll have the humans like john there who will just not understand it like there's still going to be references to it but like I don't think Hussey, like, I don't think Homesick ever operates on you being forced to understand their quadrants. 
Okay. Like people get into arguments about which quadrants people actually fit in and how to interpret those and stuff like that. But that's more for like fandom meta than it is in in the comic. You need to understand this for sure. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't think that it's super required. Like I think the 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 two main ones that is like sometimes you like people in a, a way that you like like them like them and sometimes you like people in a way that you hate them like them <laughs> are, are them and then sometimes you like people in a way that's really just seems like best friends and me saying that will get me massacred online mm-hmm. and then the fourth way no one fucking knows yeah people will tell you that they know how it works and some people might but yeah no it's not a i don't know like it comes up the different flavors of the relationship but like it's usually met with i don't know if this is actually how it's supposed to work it seems really weird and bad maybe i don't know <laughs> yeah i i don't think you not understanding how it works is going to hinder you at all because okay. that wall of text i was like hussy why are you doing this to me uh because because hussy hates you and everyone else who has ever read homestuck or ever wants to also uh, so one fun thing from the the commentary is so Aridan is uh, Aquarius, right? Uh huh. And so Aquarius is one of those. So like sometime in uh, I believe it was like the medieval period, uh, someone decided to add um elements to the zodiac. Right? It did not originally back in like the ancient Greece times did not have elements ascribed to them, as far as I'm aware. But sometime they decided to add it. And so that meant that you had some clear, clear water signs that they did not make water because they couldn't have a couple water back to back. So Aquarius ended up being an air sign. And Hussey was very mad about that. But that's why Aridin's seahorse dad flies. <laughs> and why some other aquatic like Lussi fly is because Aquarius is an air sign. Uh, and that's just very funny to me. Is that also why he hasn't been underwater very much? Yeah, I think that's what it said. If not, I'm going to yeah. say that that's what it said. Yeah, it was something like she, Fethery or something, said, like, for someone who hates the land dwellers, you spend a lot of time up there or something like that. Yeah, no, no, he for sure mainly stays above water. It's just, it's just so dumb. I say this also as a Capricorn who is a literal, like, fish goat. Uh-huh. Like, I got a fish tail and I'm an earth sign. Well, clearly the people assigning elements just did not foresee the homestuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, they just, they just, uh, I don't know. I'd have to research it to, to really figure out what they were thinking, but it really just feels like they didn't want like all the water signs uh, back to back, like next to each other. So they had to split it up like, you know, uh, earth, air, water, fire. And um, it just didn't work out for the actual symbolism that was there. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to have the water signs back to back. Yeah. Which is really to say, uh, if you're into the occult, neo-paganism, whatever, just throw it all away and do whatever you want with it. People back mm-hmm. then didn't know what they were saying. You can say. You can have the say now. They're, they're, they're just as dumb as you are. Indeed. Side tangent to my <laughs> non-existent occultist podcast. Okay, yeah, I think that's all the relevant stuff. Just a lot of it was me copying and pasting Friska meta. Because Friska, Friska just, she's a complicated character, but there are just fans out there who refuse to see her or any character as a complicated character, and it's very frustrating. I mean, you've heard the Friska did nothing wrong meme. A lot of people say that, like, 
tongue in cheek. Some people say that and they mean it. Mm. So in other media, are you a big like chipper person? Usually I'm pretty oblivious. I don't necessarily know if there's undercurrents of feelings there until it's not in the subtext. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do you and and you don't uh, do any like personal shipping, even if there's no like intentional chemistry, you don't do any pairings yourself? No shipping wall? I was trying to think of like what media I've even watched recently to do that. And like I watched through Shadow of Bone recently, but I'm just like, I like the relationships that are already here. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, I can't think of, let's see. Oh, I guess again in Final Fantasy 14, I want Sid and Nero to be boyfriends, but that's like really the only thing I can think of. That's fair. You know, it's not uh, everyone's big thing. Big thing in Homestuck because we have so many characters. So many characters. This isn't even all the main characters yet. Oh, good. Yeah. (laughs) In case you were worried, you're like, I don't think there's enough characters introduced yet. Uh, Fear not. There are more main characters to be introduced. We need to start that spreadsheet of main character information. (laughs) Yeah. And it kind of depends on how you define main character. I personally say... There are six more main characters to be introduced, uh-huh. and it leads to a lot of shipping. Yeah, so so overall, not a huge fan of Act 5, Act 1. Big old exposition, background, lore dump. Well, not really lore, character lore, I guess, dump. Yeah. Part of it's also just, I tend to read, like, again, 200 pages at a time, and then I'm like, I spend like half an hour on one pester log page. I'm just angry. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's fair. Hopefully there will be more world building lore next time. That will be mm-hmm. nice. I'm also trying to think because some of the media in text, uh, not in text, uh, some, of, some of the text in the media uh, might be hard to read. Okay. I think that's actually fine. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. I can't remember if it might also just have a summary beneath it of what it says. I can't remember exactly. We'll see. We'll burn that bridge when we get there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, and you can uh, hit me up in between if you need uh, some explanation of something. Um, or we could just wait till here and I can explain to you that Equius is just a sweaty man and there's no... <laughs> I mean, it's like, why, like, why does it keep getting brought up? What is the relevance? <laughs> He's just meant to be this very creepy, gross-seeming guy. Mm. And being in, like, him Also, what's wrong with his glasses or something? Yeah, he just breaks things. Mm. But uh, it it technically might have narrative symbolism later, which would be, which, I don't know, author commentary stuff for stuff that's just entirely not relevant right now. But, um... But I think it's just meant like he's a, he's a strong boy and accidentally breaks things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, maybe his sweaty has to do with how he's a uh, uh, has this like he's mutantly strong even for his uh, uh, cast. Mm. But no, it's just supposed to be like he's getting hot and bothered in conversations. And that is uh, shown as him being sweaty and needing a towel. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure all the musk lovers out there are real into it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, oh, sorry. Side note that I just remembered. So I had read earlier that the reason Tavros is in a wheelchair is because people theorized he was in a wheelchair from his first, uh, you know, the first like look that you got at at him back in Act Four, whenever you just got like one snapshot of like the trolls that were doing uh-huh. the trolling, is for some reason his snapshot looked like he was in a wheelchair, even though he wasn't at the time in Hussey's mind. He was not in a wheelchair. Uh-huh. He was just supposed to be sitting at a computer desk, but. But the but part of the fandom just decided he was in a wheelchair and Hussey's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so it's really not Vriska's fault. She's not the reason. The fans <laughs> fault. <laughs> yeah. You guys forced Vriska to throw Tavros off a cliff. Look what you did. It's it's really <laughs> funny whenever fandom stuff comes in, because I, I didn't know that that bit of lore. Uh-huh. But yeah. Um, any any closing thoughts before we wrap up? Um, somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I I can't think of anything. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah. So plug your, plug your, plug your shit. Uh, go to moosady.itch.io and look at my video games and zines. Thanks. Awesome. Um, and remember guys, if you have any homestuck project coming up, you can go ahead and DM me on Twitter or join the Discord and DM me or whatever, and I'll try to get you. I have some. I'm I'm hopefully scheduling one uh, coming up. We'll see if I do more. Um, and yeah, always out here to to promote other projects. And uh, we will see you in two weeks. Thank you to Dami for composing the theme song and editing the episode. You can find more of her work at soundcloud.com slash domino thief. Shout out to our fakest fan tier supporters, Danny the Spoon Lord and Tezrak. You can become a supporter and receive early episodes and bonus content for as little as $1 a month over at ko-fi.com slash jacksyaks or simply give a one-time tip. For information on and links to my other projects, head over to jacksyaks.com. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for listening.